The Weekly with Kiki is proud to be a part of the Could Be Better podcast network. We're passionate about creating and using these platforms to dive into topics such as exploring lo-fi, impulsive, small, and otherwise overlooked artworks and creative practices, what happened in the world this week, and how to laugh through or at it, and hearing stories from musicians from all walks of life. Check out these podcasts, Could Be Better, This Is Not My Magnum Opus, and The Weekly with Kiki, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can visit couldbebettermeh.com slash podcast. That's couldbebettermeh.com. E-H.com slash podcast in the show notes to see the current shows on the could be better podcast network come join us as we discover more about ourselves the community around us and maybe something worth sharing or not tell you why I hate this mic Chris for some reason got these clear ass mics that pick up every single sound you make which is great great for business terrible for me as a BBW I do not want to hear my deep breaths my heavy breathing throughout this goddamn podcast but here we are thanks Chris now you might hear my voice is a little bit raspy, a little bit um, under the weather, and that's what I've been. It's the second week of the new year, and the bitch has been down and out. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to the Could Be Better podcast Instagram. I want you to bludgeon them. I want you to just, 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 just copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. I want you to tell Chris and Colin what shitbags they are. One, for picking up on my heavy breathing. Times ten, because I'm ill. Thanks so much. Two, I want you to tell them that they're racist. They're racist for allowing a black woman to work while she's sick. They forced me. Yeah. Yeah. Go on their page and just air them the fuck out. They need it. They deserve it. I'm here. I showed up for all of you, my two listeners. It's your girl, Key. You are now listening to The Weekly with Kiki. How are you doing today? I think that it's going to be a tough one. I think that we're going to start off a little bit, a little rough, and then we're going to have a smooth landing, and that's okay. So as we proceed, I want to get you up to date on what's been going on this week, and we got a lot of catching up to do. But first, let's kick it off with, of course, my favorite segment, which is Dickheads of the Week, Top 3. Dickheads of the week. Who made it? Who made the list? You want to know who? It might be somebody you know. Now, this story is is a personal one. And it, it, it begs a bigger question and it, and it paints a bigger picture. So, walk with me. 
So recently a man expressed interest in me, right? Which I initially I always find to be offensive because why? What do you want? What do, what do you want? What are you doing? What are we doing? And it's not that I think I'm better than you. It's just that I'm probably better than you and I'm probably going to hate the way you think and the way you speak. And most of you are idiots, but that's not the point. The point is I give you a chance anyway. And so this man, whom I knew from the past, expressed interest, but in a strange way. And I, I hate to bring, I hate to be that black girl, but here we are. It's an interracial interest. Oh. Mm. Okay. Now, if you know me, you know I don't discriminate, so that's not the issue. The issue is, why are you approaching me? In general terms, men either want to conquer me or they want to make me submit. So what the fuck do you, which side do you fall on? I'm curious. Not curious enough to really find out, though. Not that curious, nor interested. But I'll proceed because, come on, I'm a serial dater. I'm going to go on a date, of course. He proceeds to ask me on a date over and over and over again. And after saying no, I say yes. But then I give him the disclaimer that it's only going to be one date. That's it. That's all. Thanks comma management and I want to be clear here when I tell you something from the beginning make sure you remember that because I'm not going to change my mind but for some reason many of you think that you can change her mind what is it what is it about you you think you're that special huh what is it or like in my case you think you're going to get her drunk enough or Yes, that would be called subtle rape. <laughs> yes, just in case you didn't know. Yeah, let me get her loose enough so she can make some terrible decisions and regret them in the morning. Yeah, I mean, hey, I've been there. Listen, a couple of y'all got lucky. Don't really do that anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. It's a huge oversight if it happens post 30, but hey, let your hair down. Whatever, no judgment. And so I agree to the date, give him my terms. He agrees. But does he? Of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. Because there's always, always ulterior motives, right? That we can't ever be honest about, right? Because we don't think we'll ever get what the fuck we really want, right? Right. I know. It's tough being a man. Oh my God. You got to tell the truth. Be transparent. Be upfront, And see if she actually says yes. Ugh. That's a fucking trip. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. I get it. Don't fucking do it then. Just don't do it. Personally, if I were a man, I'd pay for it. That's just my opinion. I don't have time for the back and forth mental gymnastics bullshit and act like I really actually like you when I just want pussy. I digress. So this this man, uh, he hounds me. And not, I mean, I've had worse. Not hounds as far as like uh Text me 20, 30 times a day because we've had that. B but more like double texting. Why aren't you responding to me? The victimhood. And anyone who knows me knows there's nothing I hate more than false victimhood. Especially on a man who wants the panties 
and thinks you're being mean to him. Oh my God, get the fuck out of here. And the thing is, I'm so nice. I think that women are so nice. We're so nice until we're not. I don't want to show you that side. Don't, mm, don't, don't, don't bring out that side. I'm trying to be good here, bitch. Now, I want to give a couple nuggets, a couple pieces of information that, that, <laughs> that draw context. And that's important to the story and to show you why. I will never have mercy on you motherfuckers. One day he gives me a ride home. I was in such disbelief I had to record it and send it to my friends. Yes, I did. I'm that girl. I'm the gossiper. That's what I do. I'm going to talk shit about all the people I date. We're going to laugh about you behind your back and then whisper about you in your face. That's what we do. It's wrong. It's toxic. I don't care. Stop being a weirdo. Maybe we'd get somewhere. I'm lying. We would never get anywhere. Uh, he offers to take me home one night after working together. And, and this is why interracial relationships give me pause. I think it's great that black women are loved across the world. I think it's great that even we are fetishized. I think it's great that we are lust after. I think it's great that, you know, all these things. But to what extent? To what fucking extent? We're in the car and the man puts on Jill Scott. I want to repeat that, but I think you heard that clearly. Go ahead and get your laughs in. It's funny. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed. And he thought he was doing something. I get it. Sure. He's a music fan. R&B. You're black. You're big. You got big tits. What? Of course you love Jill Scott. I love Jill Scott. Let me tell you how much I love Jill Scott. And I'm going to play the live version and sing all the ad libs to let you know that I know black music. Cute. Very cute. Very, very cute. Two points. I'm kidding. He don't give me no fucking points for that. Get the fuck out of here. You tried. Failed. Failed. But tried. Okay. That was the first straw. I'm sure you can imagine my disbelief, discomfort, and plain feelings of ridicule. What the? Was that a move? Okay, let's 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 say let's say it was an innocent move. He loves Jill Scott, wanted to express that to me, even though she's a fellow BBW. She has a fellow membership card of the fucking BBW community. I know that because I also have a membership card. She might be on the platinum level. I might be on the motherfucking silver, but bitch, we're still members. Thank you. We know what you like. Long story short, we know what you type into the Pornhub search bar. We get it. <laughs> we know what categories you're looking up immediately. I get it. Cool. That's fun. BBWs are fun. Ebony BBW. Ooh. Why the fuck did you bring it here? You thought I was going to be your Jill Scott, huh? <laughs> oh. The sa sad part is I'm not even a fan of Jill Scott. <laughs> I'm not even a fan of Jill Scott. Like, I'm not even... I like Jill Scott a lot. I have never bought an album, never listened to an album in its entirety. I only know her singles, if that. So I think you're talking to the wrong black BBW, personally. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. 
that's the funny part. Here's where it gets unfunny. And this doesn't just apply to men of other races who date black women, but this applies to all men. What are you expecting after the first date? This is just pimp talk. This is just common pimp talk that we need to have a sit down and discuss. Because between the insults, Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate, you motherfuckers who can't get pussy, who stay on the dating apps but refuse to speak, I, 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 you motherfuckers, your population is a bit bleak. We need to have a talk, okay? A talk. A long talk. Listen. It's never okay to treat a woman like she's transactional. Matter of fact, I don't need to preach. Let's, let's not get the lecture. That's boring. Let's, right? Let's not do that. No need. No need. My body, my temple. Y'all get all that bullshit. Y'all know exactly what the fuck you're doing, which is what makes me so angry. Couple things to unpack here. This man, this Jill Scott fanatic, was someone who I actually respected. The conversation of women admiring someone in their fellow industry or uh, regardless, another industry or whatever, and finding out that they are only a sexual object to them is quite disappointing and heartbreaking. How many of us women have had a, a mentor, a male mentor in an industry where you were trying to get your feet wet and he tries to fuck you? Uh, me, been there, hand raised. Hello? Anyone? Just me? Okay. I don't think men understand how heartbreaking that is. That's one, that's one conversation. We'll leave that there. Now that you've expressed interest, I can handle that. That's fine. I'm grown. You're grown. We can do that. And I tell you, this is not going anywhere. I'm very clear. I'm very communicative. I'm very transparent. Very honest. Don't want to lead anyone on. I'm not in the business of leading anyone on. You shouldn't be either, by the way. No one should be in the business of leading anyone on. Please. Lead that shit in fucking 1998. Please. But if I tell you one date and nothing else... Why would you expect sex after that? Ponder. Ponder that. Ponder. I would have to assume that you're intentionally trying to disrespect me, right? Because if I told you one date, just for the fun of it, talk, get to know each other a little bit, and go our separate ways, it was fun. It was great. I believe in moments in time. I believe in great dialogue, conversation, and moving forward with fucking life. Where the fuck does dick fit into that? Hmm? Is your dick long enough to fit into that? Ah! These are the real questions we must be asking. That's neither here nor there. When did I bring up any type of sexual interest? And why do you men jump the gun? You jump the gun because you don't care, Right? You don't care about who the fuck you're talking to. You just want to get into her pants. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. But I need you to know there's a response to that. Here's where it gets a bit tricky. So this man uh, continuously asks me, invites me into his bed. Continuously. We've only been on one date. I used to respect you. And now you think that that's leeway. That, that, that's an allowance that's to say so, that's to go ahead to introduce me to your dick. Got it. Understood. Okay. Because I know you're smart, because I know you know better than that, here's the second question. Here's the second conversation. Is black pussy cheap? Mm. Too deep? 
too deep. Okay, maybe too deep. Let's 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 back it up a bit. Let's back it up a bit. Too much, too far, too much, too far, too much. You get upset because you take out a black woman on a date. And of course me. Yes, you know me, Key. I'm going to bring race into it because that's what I did. You take a black woman out on a date. You then tell her, demand that she comes to your home. And mind you, during these exchanges, I'm just so nice because he doesn't know me. <laughs> he, he doesn't know me. I don't want to show him that side, but I should have. There's only one answer for that. That would be, you don't respect me. Okay. Have you ever had to acknowledge that someone doesn't respect you? <laughs> like really sit back and think, oh, oh, okay. It's a sobering moment. Then you got to decide which representative you want to show. Do you want to arrive to this battle? You want to cuss this motherfucker out and tell him he's a dumb fuck? Yes. Well, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Thank you so much for asking. Maybe he does this with other races of women. Maybe. Maybe. But something tells me that he thought black pussy was a bit easier. How do we feel about that? What does that say? What does that mean? In the third conversation, the third, the icing on the cake, the icing on the motherfucking cake is that he thinks he's the victim. And I'm not sure if this is some kind of warped white boy psychological deficit or where does this, where does the you wronged me come into perspective? I want to know. I wronged you because I didn't give you pussy. I mean, because I'm ignoring your sexual advances. Isn't that the right thing to do? Interesting. The stance that grown men take when rejected. Interesting. The privilege that motherfuckers think they deserve after a meal. Interesting. The value of pussy in the dating market. I'd love to hear those conversations. Yeah, I took her to Applebee's and I gave her a steak and some chicken and a drink. And the least she could do is lay on her fucking back. That's the fucking least she could do. Black bit. Okay, all right. Too far. Too far. I'm so sorry. Dickhead of the week. Number one spot goes to that motherfucker. We are here now. There's no backtracking. There's no pussy popping or dancing around it. I love it. I love these type of dates. I love these type of days. I love having to break down just common sense shit. And if you are that type of man, you're a fucking dickhead. Now, on to a lighter note. Speaking of dickheads, the second dickhead of the week is actually a positive one. <laughs> right on time. My other white boy dick that I must see is Pete Davidson. That's so strange. What? Pale-faced, sunken-in-eyed, big dick Pete Davidson. Yeah. Yeah, if I had an applause button, I would definitely be playing that right now. I think it's it's... Long overdue, his dick pic. I mean, 
Listen, okay. Let's let's give some let's give some context and background for those who don't know. And I don't care if you're a straight heterosexual male listening to this. Everyone likes dick, okay? You like your dick. Dick is great to look at. You know what I mean? All types of dick. Short ones, fat ones, skinny ones, long ones, veiny ones, strong ones. You know what I mean? Just get over it. Starting off the year, great. Some great dick. Fuck. Go use it. <laughs> Pete Davidson is a comedian. Uh, I believe he's most notably known for performing on SNL. That and being in relationships, his public relationships, one of them being Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande, from what I heard, she could have been lying, but from what I heard, she wasn't lying. She mentioned on Twitter that her ex, Pete Davidson, had a large schlong. Now, I found that to be fascinating because who the fuck talks like that these days? You want everybody to know your ex has a big dick? That tells me, one, she's either lying, or two, she really wants to get rid of him. I like it. I love the strategy. It works. It works. Because now, Pete, like, Big Dick is synonymous with Pete Davidson. If you look it up, if you look it up in the thesaurus, it's there. It's right fucking there. Now, I will say that once she said that, the alarm was sounded. It rung. It, it rung all in the streets. The hoes filled the streets, and they wanted to know what it looked like. They wanted to experience it. They had to have it. Enter Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian's loose ass basically got on TV, national television, and said, yo, I heard he had a big dick, so I wanted to try it and see if they were telling the truth. I think we can believe Kim in the dick department, don't you think? I mean... She's, 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 she's an expert in that. Now, Pete Davidson is actually not proud of that. This is, he's not proud of the virality of his dick. Like he's not proud of that. I watched his comedy special and I was actually impressed. I didn't, I didn't know he was funny. I just happened to throw it on and I was laughing. I was actually laughing. Like, wow, he's, he's a dark humor type of dude, but it's pretty good. Okay, so we got a big dick any funny. Uh-oh! <laughs> Uh-oh! <laughs> Someone is excited. Not me, not me. Uh, he got on a special and said, can you, he made a public service announcement, basically saying, can you please, all of you, stop talking about my big dick. I have parents. You know what I mean? Now, upon speaking with my best friends, they think that the parents should be proud. You know, that's, that's how I feel, you know. I, I birthed a big dick baby. I mean, what? my son walking around here slanging, like, yeah, as he should. Like, I, that's my son. That's my son. You know what I mean? Can you imagine the amount of pussy that brought to him and his daddy? Oh, so the son has it. So the daddy must have. You know what I mean? That's how, that's how we work. That's how we're wired. That's how we think. <sighs> I'm not a hoe or anything. I'm just. It deserves to be leaked. The picture deserves to be leaked. We need to see it. We need. We need let it have its pass around. And then we'll be done. I promise. We'll be over it. I mean, I might save it as a screensaver for a couple of days, but I'll be over it. I promise. I'm done. Finished. 10 inches? I heard the man has 10 inches. Yeah, well, well, let me just see it. Can I just see it? I just want to see it. God damn. Somebody tell Pete Davidson, show his goddamn dick and stop leaving us in suspense. Shit.
actually, you know, hell, I think the, the actual rumor probably would give him more dick than actually seeing it. You got to be strategic. I, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Hats off to Pete. Pete, give me that meat. Big Meat Pete. That was his hashtag. That's the hashtag I created for him anyway with him him and that Kanye creature with beef. And yeah, you know, I, I, I was on Pete's side. Big Meat Pete. Big Meat Pete. Big Meat. Okay. All right. They need to change his Twitter handle to Big Me Pete. They need to. I, 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 I motion that. I motion that. Do we have any seconds? Do we have any seconds? All right, moving on. Third dickhead of the week for the second week in January goes to. It would have to go to Kia. Uh, yeah, Kia. The uh, no, not Kia from around the way. No, Kia, the actual car automotive brand for their trashy ass vehicles. On New Year's, my family and I were traveling back from South Carolina. Um, we were supposed to get home at eight o'clock. We didn't end up getting home till midnight because Kia had a semi recall on their engines. That caused misfires out of nowhere, especially on cars that were just driven off the lot six fucking months ago. But I digress. Kia, of course, initially wanted to distance and deny any type of accountability or responsibility because what? That's the first good thing to do in customer fucking service, right? That's the first thing, go-to thing to do to retain customers and keep customers happy who are giving you money. Deflect, deflect, deflect. They're dicks because they use the rule of omens. They can't say they've done anything wrong when they really didn't give you the information. You didn't ask. You forgot to ask. Therefore, you'll never know. Of course they're not going to tell you about how many vehicles were impacted and it's not your fault. You would have to ask about that. Of course they're not going to tell you what benefits you pay for that you can use while your car is being fixed. You would have to ask that. What idiots! One thing I can't stand is when corporate corporations who 100% of the time have the resources to take responsibility don't. Because they want to cut costs in corners and prevent any type of further expense. At the expense of the customer. God damn it, it was cold. Do you Can you imagine spending New Year's on the fucking highway in fucking Virginia? We were two and a half hours away from home, had to Uber. Anyway, dickhead of the week goes to Kia. Now, I want to talk about holiday resolutions. When we get back, we'll talk about some resolutions. Yeah? Yeah. This podcast is brought to you in part by Specialties. Are you in a band that wants merch but not sure where to go? Are you looking for great quality and affordable pricing? Do you have a design that you'd like to put on a koozie for your favorite beverage? How about office swag for your job or giveaway items for your events? Okay, you get the point. Look no further than Specialties for all of your heart's printing desires. The Weekly with Kiki listeners can act now and get 10% off your first order if you tell them could be been or sent you. Visit their website at www.special-t. 
tees.com or use the link in the show notes to get the conversation started. You can even call ahead and visit their showroom to see the types of products they offer. Again, telling them could be better sent you via email, phone call, or carrier pigeon will get you 10% off your first order. That's www.special-tees.com. Special Tees. If you haven't worked with them, they want to work with you. So we have a couple of Frederick announcements. Uh, one, it's Out 40's 10th year. June will make it our 10th year. Out 40 Media is my baby. Uh, it covers the arts, the streets, the people of Frederick, um, and under, basically under, underrepresented communities um, for almost a decade now. And so I would like for you to tune in to see what we have planned um, on our Instagram and Facebook pages as well as our website, out40.com. Also, in the Frederick community, there's something called Seed to Roots. It is a program for talented youth to perform at the Weinberg. It's a great opportunity um, during Black History Month. No, you do not have to be black to participate. It is for all races, um, all ages, grades, K through 12 are strongly encouraged to apply. So if you know, if you have a nephew, if you have a little sister, a daughter, son, who you think is talented, who likes to take center stage, this is a once in a life. It's, it's a great opportunity for them to experience something like that. Also, last announcement, Maryland Ensemble Theater. Please go to their website to check out their shows at the Met. Uh, that is across from the Weinberg in downtown Frederick. They always have plays going on. Right now they have a holiday play. And coming up they'll be having a Frederick-based play um, in February, March. Please check out their shows. They're reasonable. They're full of talented cast members, both local and and, and abroad. Um, check them out and tell them Kiki sent you. The holidays um, have just left us and everyone is in that new year spirit where it's the new year, new me bullshit that we want to be better than what we were last year. That's really the sentiment. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Even though we all fail most of the time in accomplishing that, it's the thought that counts. In the midst of trying to reinvent ourselves, I think it's also important that we are, we reflect and stay grateful remain grateful for who who we are and how far we've come and what we've been through that kind of shaped and molded us to who we are today, right? In this current day, I think that's important. So while I'm trying to lose this stomach that lays in between my lap and trying to curb my cheese addiction for the year, I think that most importantly we have to remember is that some of us pray to to get to where we are right now. So while we may be putting pressure on ourselves to accomplish certain things, uh, be on a timeline, be a better version of the, of, our, of ourselves that, like we always should be doing. I think that you, you got to trust the journey and realize that you're doing just fine. You got this far, you'll get further. And with that being said, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Weekly with Kiki.